that Dragon yeah, Ball Z those, Kakarot Dragon game, Ball Z where it was like that. All those suck, by the way. I own like every single one of them. They all suck. <laughs> I want them to be them good. Or <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like 2K, bro. I bought 2K yesterday. <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm cursed. <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> I don't know why I do this. I don't know why I do this to myself. Welcome to Nerd Chatter, a weekly podcast where we discuss stories throughout the week from the film, gaming, and tech industries. I'm joined today by Lucas and Kenny. Well, guys. What's happening? What's up? On this week's show, we discuss the state of gaming after state of play. Uh, but before we get going, depending on what platforms you're listening to the show on, make sure to hit that follow button and subscribe. That'd be uh, much appreciated. Uh, and if you're listening on YouTube, you know, all that like and bell business. So uh, we're going to go ahead and kind of compress the show into like one major discuss, you know, discussion point and kind of go from there and then we'll do the roundup and all that. So uh, this week we're going to focus on the state of play and I guess uh, all the other shows. What was the other ones? Like Nintendo Direct and... Um, yeah, I apologize for that one. <laughs> and the Xbox's uh, <laughs> Developer Direct. Developer Direct, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're just going to talk about gaming because... Yeah. Not sure if these are like the E3 substitutes or I mean I these are every year. And we got E3 coming up and they've announced that they're not gonna be involved with that. And I think Nintendo just clarified that they're not gonna be showing up at the show. Yep. Um Microsoft isn't and Sony isn't, so uh whether or not this is like their their full blown E three presentation, I'm not hundred percent sure. More info of, of other games might come out around E three, I'm not sure, but I don't know. What do you guys think of the state of play? It was uh same, same old, same old. Like I guess this year from like the other two, um, didn't really rot like it. Like it's just trailers to me. Yeah. Um, like we were talking before. Like it's just, I don't know. I I think these like stayed like developer directs and like like games like direct like they should be more like in depth. Like if if you're like touting like oh they're gonna be. Like these, these are what we're showing. Like, you should go into depth. And like this last one, there was only like one game that went into depth of like what's actually going on in the game. Yeah, yeah. We had like Street Fighter Six and um, what was the other one? I mean, I know there was a lot of Su- Suicide Squad. Was oh the yeah, only Suicide Squad. One really? Yeah, that, that was like the highlight depth. of the of the whole showcase. I mean, yeah. you, if you pin it against the other two. Uh, Nintendo Direct and and Sony State of Play are pretty much the same. At least with Xbox, uh, Xbox is one. The Developer Direct, you took a handful of games. It wasn't a lot, like we had discussed on one episode, but you allowed each developer to introduce the game and and showcase what was going to be new about each game. Mm-hmm. On on these ones, you're just getting trailers. I I can watch that on YouTube. Yeah, and I think that's the thing with like E3 and these these particular type of standalone shows is like E3. It's like they bring up the Dice developers, and then Dice will have their fifteen minutes or whatever where they're like, you know, like we know that you guys like FPSs, and some of you are like really strong fans of the Battlefield, you know, series, and blah blah. blah. And then they'll lead into okay, here's what we're releasing. Here's the new technology. Here's yeah, the like new the engine, new guns. Here's you know? the new engine. Here's Frostbite. Blah blah blah. You know. Yeah. Uh, this is more of like. A um, just like a, a hodgepodge of, of varying scales of like of trailers, right? Because you get like really random, like what the fuck games, like you know. Okay, like so like you got tossed in with Nintendo's was it like thirty five games, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you, are you supposed to just off of the, just a trailer? 
be decisive of like, oh, cool, that looks like a good game. I should go get it. And that's yeah. exactly what Sony did. It's yeah. just lazy to me. I mean, it, it seems like they like they need to they need to convey what what people are going to be expecting, and then they just put together. You know, like you get the the shitty trailers in the beginning, and then they start getting a little bit more notable, and then towards the end, you get like your one or two big trailers. It's almost like they just want to do those two big trailers or whatever, and then just they need to fill the time. So I mean, you'll get some really really amateur indie games that pop up on the screen, and you're like, "What is this? Like, why am I looking at this shit?" As like a showcase, they should allow those indie companies at least five minutes to introduce their game and say, like, you know, this is what we were looking at in this game. This yeah. is what we were we were hoping you know we we found in in gameplay here throughout the, the years you know and, you so know, here's, here's this what, is what you have said what you've suggested and we brought it to you yeah um, I mean I don't own a PlayStation so I wasn't really too interested in the state of play I mean I watch it because this is where your more flagship games would be announced and you know like I said I mean you had Street Fighter Six which I mean for Street Fighter players it's been a while since Street Fighter Five yeah. and I remember yeah. um, I remember. You know, after Was golf, like 10, Ty 10 would years? come to my house with, oh with my like God. Frank Street Fighter tournaments. Yeah, we have little drunk Street Fighter <laughs> tournaments in like in my bedroom and shit. You know, shit. Um, we, we played Street Fighter at my brother's wedding, like beforehand. Oh, that's right. Like getting ready. <laughs> I was actually getting ready. <laughs> that's yeah. right. We don't want to bring uh, up that time again. I mean, your brother was a Zangief main, you know, I think. Zangief was showed off today. Or yeah, because he yeah, he's actually brought back in this one. Shit. Everybody loves it. Um, I mean, you know, all the outrage aside from, you know, Cammy's ass not being as, as, as luscious as previous generations, <laughs> uh, you know, like missing, missing, uh, uh, outfits, people getting all, all bent out of shape and shit. And it's like, eh, relax guys. Um, as far as like a different fighting experience, I mean, it looks good, you know, I mean, it looks in the same vein as any other street fighter, but with slightly better graphics. I just... I wasn't a big fan of that transition between, you know, the original style of 2D fighting to that 3D Street Fighter V vibe. You know, like, I was right. never really a true big fan of it. Um, and this just looks more of, of that, you know. But, I mean, people love it. You know, like, I'm not going to talk shit on, on Street Fighter. It's kind of like Counter-Strike, where it's like it has to be revered. Um, it's the, the OG fighting game. Yeah, it's the one that it's you... More than, uh, <laughs> the arcade style that everybody misses. Yeah, well, I remember that arcade next to Cal Poly. Um, is that the college? What's the college over there? Cal Poly and uh, Pomona? Yeah, Cal Poly Pomona. Yeah, Cal Poly Pomona. But there's an arcade right across the street. I believe in the same parking lot as like a Jack in the Box. And that was the... Uh, oh, um, yeah. No, it's across the street from Mount Sac. Is it Mount Sac? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pomona's down the street. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Over the hill. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so over by Mount Sac, um, Mount San Antonio College uh across the street they were like the first i think like one of like one or one of two arcades in the united states that had a stand-up street fighter cabinet and i remember when that when that word got out that was just insane like this was before the game came out like on consoles and shit so uh you know it is huge in that in that you know, I mean, they got their their fucking fight pads and shit. You know, yeah, they're, it's got they're, the, the nostalgia to it. Too. Yeah, you know, any any pro person is playing on a on a like a joystick. Con, like, yeah, their 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 arcade pads and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah, 
Um, so I mean, you know, it's one of those things you got to revere at Street Fighter. It's like it's like Smash. You know what I mean? Like no matter what else comes out, you're always gonna kind of go back to Smash being the yeah, best. Exactly. I mean, you got Mortal Kombat. We got some news about Mortal Kombat and stuff. But like, you got Mortal Kombat, and you got you know other Is it games. Like sixteen. <laughs> you know, yeah, twelve. Twelve. Yeah. <laughs> Upcoming on twelve. Um, so I mean, you know, you know, you got Injustice. You got other games that are in the running, but really, it's Street Fighter being like the OG. Uh, but the big one that, I mean, this is inundated with PSVR 2 shit. Am I wrong? Well, <laughs> is I mean, everything it, it's PSVR their new tech that, they're, that they got to bring out, right? It's the, it's the tech yeah. that they, they slashed in half because they had minimal amount of pre-orders. Because they originally get motion sickness. Well, I mean, from what I hear, like, some of the technology has been advanced. And, like, somebody was playing, I think, Gran Turismo on it and was like, it's insane. I get, like, absolutely no motion sickness. And it's, like, incredibly immersive and all this. Um that would be like my angle. The reason I would get a PS five would be so that I could get a PSVR two. But by that point, you're looking at a thousand dollar investment. Yeah. Um, right. I'm, and I'm if I'm looking at a thousand dollar investment, I'm going to get like an HTC. You know what I mean? It's still a novelty in my eyes, right? Like we're still in like novelty range for VR. So when I, when I was, I was like in my mind, I was like, okay, I think they were like doing like 2 million for PSVR. Uh, at launch and they cut that to like 1 million for psvr2 because the hype wasn't there even though these games are getting like insane and like more advanced i mean uh, the ones that they introduced weren't that crazy yeah what did they have um, so they brought in uh, the first game they show is Foglands. Mm-hmm. so that's a wild i i got the wild wild west vibes from the will smith movie out of that thing <laughs> and for for being a vr the you want games to be more in depth and this was just basically like taking the controller out and just making your hands a controller it's not a lot of these games i guess you could say didn't make me want to go out and get a vr yeah um there was uh, i'm gonna have to look um no man's sky no man's sky alone would be like oof. i don't know like that would actually be pretty sick to be honest because just how no man's sky works it fits perfectly if you were in that suit. You know what I mean? If you were in the eyes of the player even more, mm-hmm. that experience would be, you know, improved upon. Um, you get like Half Life Alex, for example, for PC, where like that VR is like, oh, it's so clunky. And you get a lot of these like VR games where you don't really have free movement because just because of the method of, of moving your character freely in an environment where your head looks around is like off putting and does cause issues with like motion sickness and stuff because ideally you want your body to be controlling the movement and your head moving freely so that it feels like you're in that area but if you're using joysticks to walk around there's a slight conflict between your orientation and where your head is uh, based on like where your controller movement is going you know what i mean so yeah that's a that's an issue and they they got those standing devices where you like stand in the platform and you can walk and it feels all weird it's like bowed and you wear shoes that have little nubs um and on the on the bowl that you're standing in it has receivers for those nubs so like you know it knows where you're going and you can kind of get some tactile feel going on but you look goofy and like it still looks clunky and, and all this shit so I don't know. I think that's my issue with with VR is like it seems like it'll always be a novelty because of that disjointed experience between like well, moving like, and you want to use this showcase to to bring this new technology that they made to the forefront. You know, you you want to use your everybody watching this, millions of people watching this on YouTube. We're streaming this. 
and they're you know they're talking about the new tech br2 it has like eye tracking motion movement type thing mm-hmm. they announced these five games and these five games that they announced just don't make it where you need to go yeah, buy they a didn't, like, they didn't like showcase anything new to that that i would see like in uh, like older vr yeah i'm just waiting I mean, for like, a golf game this thing came out uh this past week i think it came out like on wednesday the vr2 so mm-hmm. you you're using this showcase to to trampoline this thing up into you know like go buy a playstation vr2 but <sighs> the games you're showing me are just like you know one was green hell which is a, basically I got like a lone survivor type kind of game. So like, yeah. if you ever wish that you were going to be on the show Survivor, go make some huts out of some <laughs> okay, bamboo. Okay, so Green Hell is a game that's ex- existed for a while. Uh, I've played it. It is a slog, man. Like that's the game where it's a basic survival game. You know, um, mm-hmm. you're trapped. You got to worry about your health and your well-being. Uh, this game emphasizes well-being. So it's like you're 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 crawling through like swamps. You'll get leeches. You know, you, you, you jump over a rock, you could twist your ankle. You know, you, you pick up something too heavy, you can fuck up your wrist, I think. And like, or cut yourself and then you get infections and it's all about like taking care of yourself. It's kind of like in the same, I'm like, this is not a direct comparison, but I like free roam games compared to like Death Stranding, right? Where okay. there's a lot more care taken on the act of movement and interaction with the environments than there is your end goal in game right so like mm-hmm. you know you're always concerned about your 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 well-being in in green hell um you know you got to burn the leeches off you got to use certain plants and mixtures of plants to make like antibiotic type you know things and you got to make bandages to stop the bleeding and and you know it's all about surviving in that game and it's a fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> like I can't even imagine I don't even want to think about that game in first person, bro. Like I just no, no. The amount of bullshit you gotta go through in that game is fucking is hell. So I'm surprised they chose that game to be it, you know what I mean? But like I said, No Man's Sky is like a good choice because that would enhance that experience. I can only imagine Green Hell just being ten times more frustrating and just unplayable. That's my opinion. Sorry, sorry, Green Hell fans out there. I know you exist. <laughs> you just, they just clicked off right now. Yeah, <laughs> we got, we got, we got the, we got ten minutes. We're good. <laughs> we got that. Uh, the the next one they showed was a game called Synapse, mm-hmm. which was a you know a futuristic type shooter. Um, again, you, you look at a you know you could take a v an old VR and still play that game because it's not taking anything of the new tech. Yeah, it kind of just reminded me of like, was there like Red Hot or something like that? Like super the one where hot. Every, or Super Hot, yeah. Super Hot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the game, actually. I just played it right now. Super <laughs> Hot. That's all it does. Games that don't have free movement are the ones that, that benefit the most from this technology. And that's why I say golf. I know there's golf games out there. And they're like, it feels really good. It feels fun and blah, blah, blah. But it's not accurate. Like, you're not right. going to you're not gonna put on a headset instead of going to the range. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but games like racing games where you're fixed, you know, maybe like elite dangerous where you can't really get out of the cockpit. Uh, you can now in, in newer versions of that game, but, uh, no man's sky where, you know, the, the emphasis is being in the cockpit and being able to f- free look around and, and that type of thing. And secondarily you move around and you're not really too concerned about your surroundings. There are concerns that you should have, but you know, all, all in all, it's about feeling that more. Um, I just, I don't think you will ever reach a point where 
I mean, this is this is talking a lot, but you know, when it, it's like, I don't want to talk too much. <laughs> it's like I don't think we're ever going to get to a point where we're playing COD in in VR. You know what I mean? I mean, you um, do that, and you got injuries coming up on you. <laughs> people running into walls. Yeah, and somebody's running into a wall or I mean, outside, already, out of a window. We already got injuries. People <laughs> fucking boxing and shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, I mean, if you, if you look at Synapse, it kind of gave me like I was watching the the whole um, trailer. Of course, you, you kind of get like a portal vibe out of it. Mm. Because you're moving stuff with, te- with the with the tel- telekinetic uh, powers that they give you. A game that would benefit from something like that. So it's using, yeah. at least this one is using the eye movement that mm-hmm. the new VR2 is using. So, you know, wherever you your eyes are going, that's where you're going to be able to move a lot of your stuff. Mm-hmm. So it takes a lot of, like we were talking about, you take a lot of that hand stuff out of there. But it seemed know. like there was like a, not a lot of like free movement to it. Like it was more just like a linear like on the rails, like a fixed track. Yeah, yeah. I like hate the ones like, where you like point where you want to go and then it like teleports you there and shit. Um, I think there was a Squanch games at, at one point that was like that in VR. If I'm not mistaken, might be wrong, but uh, you know what I mean. Like where it's like, oh, I'm gonna climb Mount Everest in VR, and then like you really just kind of point at the ledge that you want like, to go to next. And what is that street? The Street View for Google Maps? <laughs> yeah, it's like one arrow at a time type shit. Yeah, uh, like those old games, like back in the early '90s and shit. You know what I mean? Like the story games where you click things and you interact with the yeah. whack. I don't want that. You know what I mean? Like they got. I think it's called Boneworks or something like that on PC. Um, some of those, some of the most immersive and amazing first-person free movement experiences you can have. You know, shooting and loading weapons. Uh, you know, uh, melee combat, things like that. There was a game where it was like kind of like an arena game. Um, you're using swords and shields, and it looks clunky, but it looks super fun. Where it's like, damn it, I want, I want to just fuck with the, you know, where a person like throws a sword in the air, runs forward, jumps off of somebody's back in midair, grabs the sword and then like comes down on another AI and then like uses their head as a projectile as they <laughs> fling it off their sword to like <laughs> knock down. So it's like, I want that type of shit. You know what I mean? But I, I don't think we'll ever get to a point where with this type of technology, we'll get that. It will literally be like that sword art online. I'm not sure if you guys have ever seen that AI or that uh, anime. Um, but it's it's a premise. It's an anime based on to all the weeboos out there. Are gonna be so pissed off that I'm explaining <laughs> Sword Art Online because it's so basic. <laughs> but like Sword Art Online is like you know it's it's a world where there's a VR headset, but it uses a chip to where you just kind of lay down and you live inside the game until you log out and then you wake up and you go about your business. Um, but that technology is where it's like it really just kind of plays in your mind. And the headset is there as just a means of, of you kind of getting into this this game. Um, far-fetched, but something that they've been fucking with. It's not, it's not far-fetched too much, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there is ongoing attempts to make that type of technology. We'd have to have some fucking console-level uh, auto-aim going on if that's the case, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, what else do they have on the show? Uh, they took a Journey to Foundation. So this is based off of a classic sci-fi series, uh, Foundation, if nobody's ever seen it. Mm -mm. Um, You can go look at it and watch it on Apple TV+. Plus. They're streaming the whole series right now. Mm. But you just basically, you know, it just mimics the whole series. If, um, you know, it's just a sci-fi land type thing where you just go through missions, you walk around. That's pretty much it. (laughs) I bit my (laughs) vape (laughs) time. I think I have Apple... 
plus streaming or whatever the hell that is i might check it out see what yeah check it out i mean it's just basically if you're gonna watch that you might as well just watch the you're, you're playing the game mm. uh they VR got one game. more vr game that they actually introduced and it's called um before your eyes so what they did is that they just basically made this emo game uh you remember click the movie with adam sandler yes yep. so you take that where you can like relive certain memories and if you you know you if you want to cry during a movie uh, a game with a VR headset on, you could totally do this. You have like this wolf guy that like takes you around. I don't know what the hell he was, a wolf or coyote, some sort of animal that brings you around, and you can relive certain memories that you did throughout your your gameplay. And they're, they're, they're kind of fucked up, dude. Like some of these memories, you're like, uh, it's definitely not for kids. So it's more of like a heady game. One of the yeah, it's not gonna be a bestseller type shit. Mm, probably no, not no game of the year competitor Mm-mm. I, I think it was like more of like an indie game too mm. the last one they showed was humanity did you ever play that no i've heard of that though that looks weird so it's like a puzzle pu- puzzle it's a puzzle solving game on a, on a platform and you got to move like a bunch of people around and then like there's this giant oh, dude walking yeah, around yeah, 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 yeah. and then like the group of people get more and more and you have to like kind of corral them into like lemmings um yeah, but they're but I guess you're like a dog or something that like glows. <laughs> so yeah, dude, I was watching this and I was like, this is fucking weird. Like man. sheep sheep dog just game. Cattling and people around, you know. I probably had like a innuendo to the future of what we're gonna be going against, you know? And like I guess like you, you use your head as a dog, you tell the direction of the people where to go. So if you flick up and you point up, everybody starts jumping. And then, like, there's this giant glowing dude that comes around and starts, like, demolishing all your people. It was weird. There's so much more potential for this platform, for VR. Like, I get it. Where's my Where's my follow-up to, like, the saber fighting? Like, Star Wars lightsabers and shit like that. Like, why do we not have, like, dueling games? Why do we not have, like, quick-draw games, westerns, that type of thing? Mm-hmm. Like, there's, there's so much out there. But instead, they, they think of the technology first, and then they're just like, okay, so let's make a game around it. And it's like, no, bro. Like, find things that we want, and then utilize the technology to give us something new. Like, what's wrong with you people? Yeah, like, better, like, crisis games and shit. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, like, you know, I'm not, you know, hey, I, I have an open mind when it comes to VR. I'll, you know, I'll give it some time, but shit right now is like, man, this is lame, dude. Yeah, it's just um, they just wasted a showcase, you know, just to show five five of these games that don't show a lot of potential, and it, it's not. I don't know if these guys sit around and be like, "What would I want?" <laughs> yeah, me, me you know, you know, like what? No, not they're they're gamers. They're developers are gamers. They should be like, dude, we, we thought about these types of games. Now we have the the technology to do this let's fucking roll with it i mean i think taking into consideration that a lot of them like were gamers and then once they get into the industry they simply just don't have the time to like kick back and play games like they used to and then on top of it they probably don't want to you know what i mean like you just oh, want to go home like and I, chill I, and not yeah. be <laughs> plugged in and just like relax. The last thing I want to do is play video games when I get home. It's like any other business. Once you get up to like a, a a different role in it, you become detached from I don't say reality, but just kind of like the social reality of, of it all. You know, it's like, what do you mean people are, are burnt out on BRs? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, the last time I checked, it was the most popular thing on earth. And it's like, yeah, like fucking three years ago, bro. But like yeah. people want something different now, you the know, same shit over and over again. Um, I think it's hard to keep your hand on the pulse when you're so tunnel vision and like what you're doing and stuff. So 
Um, you know, I don't blame them too much, but at the same time, it's like, I blame these companies that are taking this technology and kind of squandering it because there are certain things that I think anybody would, would take, you know, joy out of. It's like Saber, uh, beat or whatever that game is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Beat Saber. Yeah. Beat Saber. Yeah. Taking something that people love, obviously that very, very closely resembles a lightsaber, uh, and then mixing it with like guitar hero, you know? Somebody took two ideas, incorporated that technology, and it's something that, like, everybody plays. I wouldn't be able to play it. I'd like, fucking throw out my back trying to pick up my baby and shit. And try to get me up there to fucking, like, jam out to, like, Led Zeppelin and shit. I'd be fucking dead, bro. Like, I'd just be on the ground. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be standing anymore. So, With like, the VR headset on, by the way. <laughs> Stay there. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, you know, it also seems like on the internet, people just kind of glossed over all the VR shit anyways. I didn't hear anybody talking about it. It's, it, it was it's like, yeah, whatever, whatever. They were just like, yeah, because it's, it didn't, it didn't razzle dazzle anybody. I guess yeah. you could say not, not dwelling on VR for too long. It was kind of a, a wet fart, you know, yeah. just moving on to the, real the, quick. the newer shit. What do we got? So Bungie came up with the destiny Two release mm-hmm. that's supposed to set out for the later on this month. Yeah. Was it Lightfall? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically they, they did like their Vidoc like last week or they went into depth mm-hmm. of like what Lightfall is bringing, bringing like a new subclass, um, and just continuing on the story, which has gotten a lot better than like when Destiny Two like first launched. It would cost me a hundred and fifty dollars to catch up to the most recent Destiny yeah. update. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, which is exactly why I don't play Destiny. And I have some some info in the free game section. If you know, right now there is a deal going on. Uh, you know, it's just, uh, you know, again, digressing. It's just, there's so much to catch up with destiny and that light fall. It's not very appeasing or appealing. I should say to people like myself who are just, they would like to get into it, but they're looking at $150 worth of DLC that they got to buy to catch right. up to it. So, um, that's expensive. What's the other one on here? Goodbye volcano. High. Yes. Did you happen to see the trailer for this thing? I, or not? I did not. <laughs> your dinosaurs over it, by the way. Your, your dinosaurs in uh, high school that's going to be near graduating. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, it gives the vibes of like a 1990s after school special where like you're going through like these troubled teens and they have this drama. And by the way, they're in a band. So they're they're trying to start up the band and uh, you, you go about. Why are you making video games? Millennials <laughs> should not be able to make video games. Like we should just be blocked off. Like this is. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like a mixture of like a story after school special with uh, Guitar Hero because there's there's points where you have to be like on point with like uh, beats. Damn, what was that other game that came out a few weeks ago? That the Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah, I mean that game actually was kind of dope. To be honest, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I was like, eh, this is playable, <laughs> and like you get into it. You know, it's a really repetitive beat, but you're sitting there like bobbing your head and shit. I'm like, fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> so I was just watching this because like there's dinosaurs don't last forever. We already know that. So. It kind of gives you that vibe of like everything's gonna end, and all their drama. Uh, I just started laughing. I was like, like dinosaurs I don't know how the this show. Is. <laughs> you it's, know it's gonna end. It's this is really bad. That was that was that wasn't a, a a game that PlayStation needed to put out there, but and be like, hey guys, this is what we need to put on this on the showcase for this. Oh, what, I guess some, you could do say quarter. Fill some time. <laughs> You could have cut that 45 minute presentation well it sounds horrible june 15th it comes out yeah interesting <laughs> i'll get I gotta it. look it up that sounds like <laughs> shit. 
Uh, then you got Street Fighter Six on here. We talked about that. I mean, you know, rest in peace, Cammy. You know, yeah. whatever, little, whatever. You got the little Mexican girl coming out too. Oh yeah, what was that? What was that? <laughs> she had like a bird or something, didn't she? What was that? It was like, 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 I think like it might have been the spirit or something like that. It yeah. might have been the eagle from the flag. Why was know. her crotch so visible at all <laughs> times? Did you see that? Everything that was like slow motion just had her like spread wide. I was like, bro, oh, what is man. this? It's like, you got rid of Cammy's ass, but you bring in this shit? What is this? That's shit? what you needed. You asked for it. You're sad. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Appe- appeasing all the weeboos. It's, I mean, there, you know, there's some <laughs> disgraceful fucking degenerate behavior going on. In <laughs> but like, that one was a bit weird. I was like, okay. So After like the game. second time, I was like, wait, <laughs> let me see that. That's, yep. Yep. That's inappropriate. <laughs> that's inappropriate. Um, the guys that sat around this table were like, "Let's go with it." Uh, we'll see. We'll see. You know, uh, wow. I did. I did see some of this Naruto X Boruto Ultimate Burrito. Ninja Storm. Fucking weebs, bro. Fucking <laughs> weebs. Um, I think Boruto is like the stupidest name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I'm not into Naruto at all. Remember kids in high school they used to wear like their little headbands and shit. Oh my god, run around. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did hear that. I guess it's like a series based on his kid. Yeah, that's yeah. who Bur- Boruto is. Yeah, like, so how Naruto uninspired has are you when you're naming your child to just be like, "I'm just gonna change it to Boruto"? <laughs> you change two letters. Yeah, I, I, it's just I, that's it's like stupid joking at that. But like, <laughs> I saw yeah. that and I was like, "Boruto, what a stupid name!" Without watching that shit. Yeah, this um, game uh, showcases the past twenty years of the entire thing, so it shows Naruto. With his kids, which is Burrito. Bur- I want to say Burrito. Burrito. <laughs> burrito just wants to naturally come well, let's out. Let's call it Burrito. <laughs> For me right now, it's Naruto Burrito. Okay, yeah, burrito. Uh, Ultimate Ninja Storm. Yeah, so it, I guess for the Naruto people out there, it's it's a pretty big thing because it's going to be all the characters um, throughout just the entire a, span of the series. Just another niche. Uh, What's like, like, what was that? Um, fighting game. It wasn't Xenoverse. What was it? Uh, Kakarot? I think that Dragon yeah, Ball Z Kakarot Dragon game. Z where it was like that. All those suck, by the way. I own like every single one of them. They all suck. <laughs> I want them to be good. Them or <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like 2K, bro. I bought 2K yesterday. I'm fucking... I'm cursed. <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> I don't know why I do this. I don't know why I do this to myself. Um, I know. We were, we were literally just talking about that. You are like... God damn, I'm a sucker for sales. And next thing you know, it's fucking 17 bucks in here. <laughs> it is. <laughs> you should just got the bundle with the, uh, with the NBA, 2K. With the 2K PGA. Or, uh, yeah, PGA is $40 on sale right now, and that's still twice as high as I would have Oh, my God. For. I would never pay that much. Yeah, it's on sale, but it's only 40 bucks. Yeah. I kicked myself in the ass when I bought NHL 23, and then like the week later it was on sale for half price. Oh, I bought an Ender, a Creality Ender three v2 neo 3d printer uh day before yesterday um it's 300 dollars, 319 dollars on on amazon <clears throat> and i asked garrett and i was like you're into this shit which one blah blah and he gave me his advice and it was on the, i could get a coupon all that and he's like get it that's the lowest you'll get it and blah blah i was like mm, i don't know I got a feeling. <laughs> I got a feeling for a sale. I'm going to hold off on a week. He got triggered because he wanted me to get it and shit. And I was like, nah, I'll give it a week. I got a feeling. Less than 24 hours, that shit was on sale for like 259 bucks. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was a flash sale. And it was only on for like two hours or whatever. And I happened to check it. And there was only like a dozen left. And I picked one up. Uh, I was able to get a spool of, of uh, PLA with it for the same price as the original listing was so 
Uh, yeah, I'm, I am a sucker for not, deals. Not <laughs> no, I gotta start. Shit. I gotta start learning my my uh, patience and like buying games as soon as they first come out. Yeah, you gotta you gotta learn, at least learn landscape a little bit because they all yeah. they, they got their ways. And then you got sales that come up that are consistent yearly. Like on Steam for us, it's like you know you got your autumn sale, your winter sale, your summer sale. Um, spring sale, spring yeah. sale is pretty good, but really it's the the summer sale normally does it pretty good. Winter sale does it normally pretty good, but now they're kind of inverted. It's where the holiday, like the summer sale and the winter sale are the shit ones, and then your spring and, and fall sales are like the really good ones. So it's like yeah, like spring spring cleaning sale. Yeah. And that's really part of the show is that we like to focus on on pointing out those deals because it is constant cycle. Um, but I was I was looking at 3D printers so so rigorously and and you know, I noticed that these devices were going on sale so frequently that it's like, yeah. I think if I give it a second, like, what'll pop up? And sure enough, it did. So yeah, um, if you want to get the best deals, always just a couple days. Give it a couple days. You'll see what's. Yeah, up. I gotta stop doing that. I only got it because it was like my favorite hockey player right now. Yeah, well, I mean, on the cover, and he pretty dope. Wasn't even in the in his uniform. Kind of pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> and it was shared with a chick. My thing with this with this Naruto and Burrito game actually in particular is that if it does showcase like the entirety of the series, it might be like a nice expedited way of getting all the information that I need. <laughs> you know what I mean? Read it on Wikipedia, guy. And that's like the synopsis yeah, and shit. I've, there's like close to a thousand episodes between the two shows. Jesus, so yeah, I'm not trying to get uh, all that. You want to get invested? Go ahead. Yeah. Well, then you got Resident Evil. I got that actually posted on the on the roundup, so we'll we'll do that there. But the biggest takeaway you say here is the Suicide Squad kill the Justice League. Um, is that a piece? Is that a PlayStation exclusive? I don't uh, know. They made it sound like look. it was. <laughs> I don't think it is. It might be a, a PlayStation and PC release. Yeah, but, I hope uh, not. Let me check here. Uh, it's listed on Steam. Um, all right, cool. So it might be like a staggered release or whatever. We're not we're not really here to report on that, but. Uh, it is a rock steady game, which I mean, you know, if you're into the whole, um, if you're into the whole Arkham Knight, I think it was. Yeah, it's in yeah, the Arkham. Arkham verse. It, they said it yeah. takes place five years, five after. five years after Arkham Knight. Uh, looks good. I mean, if the fighting style is similar, I don't think it is. Uh, you no, know this is I mean? more. This is more like run around, like, like you have like, yeah, looks like you go on missions and you can continue to go on missions and like build like build your gear up and get collect collect like certain parts to guns and whatnot yeah and then, we are looking at kind of like that destiny style point system yeah. for your weapons yeah. and armor and stuff like that which hey i don't i don't mind i like it yeah. same thing with like uh hogwarts legacy is like that too you know so right that's the drive that's the pull that's what keeps your gamers coming back to like right. get that it's shit. like it it's is. like the whole like borderlands movie. like thing too where like no gun is the same but like you can like upgrade certain things that one became a novelty pretty quick to be honest and i mean originally i was actually playing with your brother on that game i remember the first borderlands and just that general concept of unlimited guns was like oh i'm never gonna stop playing this and then you get into the later games and it's like eh, it's so minimal and i'm throwing so yeah. many guns away well yeah you're like yeah you're looking for like specific things yeah. yeah and then and then there's the the you know advancements or attributes of certain weapons right. and this one does this against this and this one does, it's like eh, i don't want to think that much i just but want I, to always I, try I think to go with for this i think with suicide squad it's more of like you're trying to find it just like the attachments that unlock for that weapon or whatever and then there's like probably different rarities to the to the weapon i mean i'm looking at gameplay here it looks pretty fucking dope, to be honest it looks yeah, the, the trailer that it looks fun it looks dope. smooth 
it looks it looks in that same in that same vein as as you know the Arkham series, which I consider to be some of the best games ever made. Like period, yeah. the whole fighting system in it is amazing, and I'm I'm happy that Hogwarts Legacy is somewhat akin to that. Um, not exactly, but uh, that's still that parry that parry and attack type mentality. I like that. Uh, this one looks a lot diverse with with the characters you could play, the things you could do. Yeah, and they said that there's going to be more than, like um, you're you're going to be able to unlock more characters. Yeah, and it looks a lot more. Yeah, they're going to be pumping that out. Yeah, I heard that. Oh yeah, uh, and of course, Battle Pass. It looks more enjoyable than what's that new game that they that they uh, you got Gotham Knights that came out and it kind of like wanted to give off that vibe that it was going to be that type of gameplay and then it just wasn't as smooth and clean. At least with Rocksteady, we're getting the same team. You know what I mean? Um, I think there was another developer that was involved with those Arkham series too. So I mean, it was it was like WB Montreal or something like that, or it was a, it was a separate yeah like offshoot. Let me see, Arkham studio. Knight, uh, Rocksteady was Arkham Knight, um, Nether Realm. There you go, Nether Realm. The ones, okay. the Mortal Kombat crew. Mortal um, Kombat, yeah. That's the one I couldn't think of. So like, yeah, there's there's other crews involved, but there was always kind of that like consistent vibe with those Arkham games. So. That's going to be a hard one to touch down. Uh, Lucas, you mentioned it there. They're going to have a, a battle pass to it. It's going to be a cosmetic-only battle pass. Yeah. Um, which I'm fine with, especially if they're going to be touting this whole like point system for their weapons and, and armor and stuff. Uh, the big gripe, though, the big controversy online is the always online aspect of it. Uh, even no, for they said player. that there's a, there's a you can go solo. I, from what I hear, it's an, it's an online-only uh, solo-included uh, the only way that you could play the game is to have an internet connection. Hmm. I think that's I mean, the way all games are going to be based on now, though. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's an issue, though. I've heard other people talking about that. Just in games in general, there's you're never going to be able just to turn on your console and be off the grid. For something like uh, like EA, for, you know, EA games, 2K games, for example, and stuff like that, you know, um, you should be able to hop in and play your campaign and not have to worry about it. And yeah, like, you know, yeah, I think only if you in, want yeah. like those like live roster updates and things yeah. like that that you want online. But like if you're satisfactory with you know the the base like teams and cool, you can dick around yeah. and have fun with that. Yeah, you should be able to go play Tory Pines and not have to worry about having an internet connection. Like if I'm yeah, in right. a hotel or something like that, you know what I mean? Like exactly. And exactly. I think EA PJ Tour is going to have something like that. Um, you know, it's not the only game, like you said. It's not the only game that's doing this, and um, it's just not very appealing to people who like to buy tangible copies of games they play, hold on to them so that they can play them a decade from now and then give them to their kids or sell them so that those right. people can play them. Uh, this yeah. whole DRM and, and, you know, trying to lock down how you, how you play your games, how you sell your games and shit like that. Uh, that's an issue. And a lot of people are just kind of pissed off at this one. I mean, over. that's, that's why you bought like sports games and like solo player games is because mm -hmm. you didn't have to have that connection. You're there for just the campaign and you didn't need to, or, you know, just the, the rosters itself. And you can just play it mindlessly mm -hmm. without having to like update anything. Can go fire up PGA tour. Tiger was PGA tour 2008 right now on that system and, and play it. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, I mean, they're however, even saying that most of these games are even coming like even if you pick up a physical disc a lot of them are blank well, a lot of them e even if you mean by this you I mean i don't know how you guys buy your games but even if you buy let's say cod you know you still have to install that game onto your system to play it you know and yeah it's there's there's a whole lot of fuckery going on it's just the act of people are concerned that if if 
you know, uh, WB, for example, who's like the worst, if they just decide to stop supporting the game, then all your save data is gone and you can no longer play that game. And then who are you going to complain to? <laughs> you can't get your money back. They could just shut it off. And because all your save data is saved on their servers and not through like Steam Cloud or, or, or PlayStation Cloud or whatever, um, you know, that it's just, it's gone, you know, so... It's a it's a concern. There's different variables for different cases and stuff like that. But it is it is a concern with these newer games and stuff like that. But I just I don't get why Kill the Justice League had to have its own like special ending, going uh, developer style and everything. When we've already seen this game, I think last year it was it was supposed to come out like the end of last year. We saw a um, we saw a trailer where it showed batman and they released that trailer because he died and they wanted to to convey that they would be using his voice for the game and stuff like that um but yeah. uh, it wasn't a gameplay trailer i think this is the first time you saw like actual gameplay uh and it looked good it looked fucking sweet to me it looked better than than gotham knights so uh, i might be down but it's not gonna be one of those games i pick up right off the bat it'll be a for, a for sale game for sure <laughs> for me yeah, at least with the <laughs> Uh, what they say with DC is that they're keeping all the the voices the same across the entire universe, from games to movies. Gonna be hard with, the, with that one. So I think they're trying to actually propose that in this game, and actually I think that's what kind of kept it from going out in the late of yeah. uh, twenty two. I got a couple copies of uh, Superman number one over here. Uh, just came out a couple days ago. Went to the comic shop to pick up a couple copies. This is the. Um, <laughs> this one is um it's the dawn of dc is their new line that's from williamson and campbell Some beautiful artwork on these books i got i got one to read and then i got a copy for a collection of a different alternate um cover but if i'm not mistaken this is this is like kind of their revamp and this is where they're going to start building with these new films superman awesome and this looks completely traditional red panties and all um <laughs> <laughs> gotta love it it gave off a really good vibe i liked it i wanted to like read more once it was done so if this is like where they're going with dc based on this comic book it's gonna be fucking great and like everybody i've read on the internet like loves this this new comic run and, and like you said i think it's a part of that whole D, like dc revamp where everything's gonna be kind of connected and i'm pretty excited for a superman game it's gonna be based off of this, this dawn of dc line for sure but uh yeah i mean like I said, they can't they can't really do carrying over Batman because the voice actor for Justice League or Suicide Squad uh, kills the Justice League is has passed. So um, I heard Justin Roiland's looking for a job. There was a like a YouTuber. Oh, geez, I'm Batman, guys. Oh. I saw some YouTubers like video that he sent in or whatever, and uh -huh. although I vowed I would never do it, it came up on something where it's like. Have they found the new Rick and Morty? And yeah, he's like 100%. And it was actually um, Justin Roiland in an old interview heard it. And he's like, yeah, that's pretty fucking good. <laughs> like that's <laughs> pretty close. That is yeah, like 100% he, me. He's never getting his job back. And it's like, ironically enough, he, he raided the guy that's probably going to take his job. So uh, if they go with that guy. voice, it'll be almost indistinguishable, which is kind of crazy. But we'll see. We'll, see. well I'll, I'll let you know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> So Kill the Justice League actually launches on May 26th for across the all platforms. So mm -hmm. you PC guys over there will be uh, able to play. I'm going to kick back and wait. I'll watch some streams and see how it is. But all in all, 
I think they could probably pull off pretty good games. We'll see. Next next deal when it when it when it pops up on sale, your boy will be there. Uh, and as always, we like to move on into the free game section before we get to the roundup. This week we got one game for free on Epic Game Store, and that's free until March second. It's called Duskers. It's a top-down strategy simulation DOS-style visual game. Uh, I can't explain what it is. It looks fucking weird, but it's free. Go and check it on out. Uh, on a low-key Steam sale, we got massive deals on Bungie games and DLCs. We've talked about that a little bit. Uh, most 2K games are on sale right now, including uh, 2K, uh, NBA, fuck. <laughs> uh, and, uh, I'm never going to get it. <laughs> PGA Tour, uh, 2K23 is on sale and all that good shit. Uh, Borderlands, all those other... other... I would say there, there's a huge Borderlands sale. Yeah. There's a, like the unlimited like deluxe whatever edition it has like everything borderlands and it's like 180 dollar like value and it's for it's like 20 bucks yeah. yeah so you can get warmed up for suicide squad le- <laughs> yeah you can legit get like everything borderlands related well for- i mean yeah i think you get borderlands three for like i don't know like 27 cents or some shit like that i don't know yeah. it's, it's cheap <laughs> yeah but- it's yeah it's these random ass numbers <laughs> most 2k games though uh, no Man's Sky is also on sale. Hunt Showdown is on sale. Marvel Knights or Marvel uh, uh, That's already on Midnight sale. Suns is already on sale. Yeah, Jesus. Um, heard it's pretty good. Nice. All actually, they they added Venom. Somebody said online that it's the absolute perfect Venom design. I agree. Like you look at that character, it's flawless. It's a perfect Venom. Finally, they did it. Um, but you know, if you're waiting for that game to go on sale, it's on sale right now. Check that out. Uh, quite a bit more so just check your specials tab on your steam store page and you'll see quite a bit uh, another one here and if you've been sleeping on pc game pass like myself new games have dropped on the streaming platform recently including shadow warrior 3 mountain blade 2 banner lord madden 23 hot wheels unleashed Ooh. and the new very controversial atomic heart um i don't have anything in the roundup for atomic heart but did you guys hear about that i did no, i actually I, just saw an article on it <laughs> what's what's going on Atomic Heart is a Ukrainian themed, I guess you would say it. It's uh, it's like Bioshock, but takes okay. place in a utopian type future of Ukraine. Uh, one of the one of the, the the gripes about it is like one of the the AI bipedal androids in the game looks like a former prime minister, like Hadi that was at Ukraine and. It's just kind of like a nothing burger. It's a, a popular hairdressing that that you know. Oh, like that rope wear. tie braid that's yeah, going across her head that goes. And they're like, oh, it's the same. It's like, dude, a lot of chicks wear that in Ukraine. In a Ukraine, a lot of people wear uh, that. However, this one is <laughs> developed, if I'm not mistaken, by a Russian development team, <laughs> and uh, at the very least, has people on the development team that work out of Russia, and there's a lot of concern for like data breach and data <laughs> yeah. collection, and also them profiting off of anything Ukraine right now. Yeah, they, they provide all the uh, secrets to uh, security services in Russia yeah. for all that data <laughs> breaching that they're doing. So, God. like, you know, <laughs> depends on what you're, you know. Yeah, but the developer's like, no, no, no. We, we've never done that. Well, they, yeah, of course they are. Well, of course, yeah, of course they're going to deny it. I don't know if it's a full-blown Russian developer or if it's just a team that has Russian developers on it. Uh, I just know that it's kind of a sour, sour discussion right now because of, you know, Russia being a bunch of cock gobblers. But uh, it is what it is. Uh, but that is pretty much it for that section. Free games, heavily discounts going on right now. Check out your Steam stores. It's not a winter sale. It's not a spring sale. It's just one of those things you got to keep an eye on and uh, some good shit. So uh, check that out. Now, moving on to the roundup. I'm trying to pump through here pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Yay. <clears throat> 
After its overwhelming success, Hogwarts legacy developer Avalanche Software has revealed they currently have no plans for future DLC. Um, some people griped about it, but I think I think I wrote it on there where it's like I can't imagine a single person who plays this game being like, "There's just not enough content." Like, that's just there's so much in that game that you're gonna be you're gonna be held up for quite a while. I was gonna um, say, there's no way that somebody's it's, even it's close to coming to that game, money, right? Money value. Yeah, I mean. Kenny, you know what I mean when I say that these types of games they can feel full, and then when you play it, it's like eh, there's nothing yeah, really there. Yeah, oh, Repetitive, blah blah. blah. Even oh. the repetitive things you have to do in the game are completely different every time you have to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like the Merlin trials and stuff like that. Right. All the Merlin trials are completely different. Completely from one another. different. They all kind of yep. got their own little like Breath of the Wild vibe in terms of like those you know levitating you have to things. Do, yeah, you have things. to do certain things. Uh huh. Yeah. There's there's so much to do in that game. Um, however. Avalanche Software has announced that they don't have any plans for it. Doesn't mean that they're not going to. It just means that they haven't looked that far ahead. Which, to be honest, that's what I want to hear from a developer. You know what I mean? It's like, they weren't focusing on that shit. They're focusing on their game. That's why it came out so good. Because they weren't looking at restricting the game or, 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 or wounding the game in some way to where you're going to need some future DLC down the line to make it feel whole, you know? Right. Um, and, and that's where like I think a lot of like developers, they pigeon told that like hold themselves into cyberpunk like oh you're gonna need this like they they don't send out a full game and then they make the dlc what's your content content that it. should already have been in the main game yeah i mean in, in a different light you know you got no man's sky who kind of did that but that was more to save face yeah uh, we well, got some stuff no that, oh, yeah. yeah known the redemption arc of no man's sky is yeah it's legendary by this yeah. point um I got something in there even more impressive once you hear it, but you know it's it's pretty crazy. But uh, no no plans for future DLC. But also in that same that same note, you know, from Warner Brothers in a separate announcement, uh, you know, or not even announcement, just discussion, like an interview. Um, they're already planning a sequel. They're already starting to plan a sequel for Hogwarts Legacy, and they've also announced that they're going to be making a live action show based around Hogwarts Legacy as well as potentially a film ad adaptation for uh, her shit play the cursed child <laughs> which um i mean the book was garbage the the play was atrocious i don't know if you know what the cursed child is anybody yeah it's like yeah it's all over the background on it yeah like, Harry, his like harry's child yeah but everything goes wrong for him and he becomes a dick so it's like eh, i don't want to hear about it um <laughs> but rest rest assured this what they made like 980 million dollars on this game close to a billion dollars by this point on this game huge massive the biggest wb release in their history of gaming you know they're gonna be they're gonna be pumping out as much content as they can really muster up because this basically saved them as a company like with all this dc bullshittery that's going on their other shit failing and not really yeah. You know, pulling in numbers, HBO Max being kind of like a, a wet fart these days. Like, th they needed this. So Hogwarts Legacy is is going to be one of those staples. Kind of like um, the Middle Earth games was for them at one point. Which, the second one was actually pretty impressive and, and very good. So, I think it's going to be kind of like their new version of that. Uh, I'm ready, but... It just depends on how they're gonna on how they're gonna tell it. I'm not sure how they're gonna pull off a, a Hogwarts Legacy show, but that is in the works. Uh, next one here: Tesla recalls over 360,000 vehicles for full self-driving crash risk. 
and from Tesla, they quote, certain 2016 to 2023 Model S's, Model X's, 2017 to 2023 Model 3's, and 2020 to 2023 Model Y vehicles equipped with full self-driving beta, FSD beta, <laughs> uh, software or pending installation are to be recalled. People, God, people driving around in a beta program. I stay I, away from all Tesla cars I just, on the freeway. I think anybody, I, there was like videos of somebody who's like taking a nap in their back seat while their car drives them. I just want to like, every one of those people should have their, their licenses stripped, like period. And for, like forever, a hundred, like forever. Like you're just no longer. That's like not even what it's for. Yeah. Like, you, you, you don't have a proper, proper understanding of how the world works. Uh, it's not about you. It's not about your, your leisure. It's not about any of that. You know, they got video of these things tearing down the street at 120 miles an hour running people over and shit <laughs> uh, people getting hit in the middle of the night because the cameras don't pick it up you know just stupid shit so you know fuck yourself driving shit put your hands on the wheel if you get caught without your hands on the wheel like on a freeway on a road or whatever and it's not in a particular like reasoning you know as the specific reason why this this type of self-driving exists then you get your shit revoked like forever and they just like blacklist you <laughs> and then like anytime you go into a fucking vehicle dealer they like pelt you with tomatoes and like cabbage and shit. <laughs> no they just put you back in like a honda civic and say here <laughs> this like, is all you can ever get sit in the back seat of this shit motherfucker yeah see how you uh, feel now yeah so there, there's that there's a whole lot of cars i know you get some joy out of that because you fucking hate tesla but yeah you know, fuck tesla whatever. yeah oh, tesla boy, has though. become shit at one point they were like revered and then now it's just like okay your guys are fucking crazy uh, next one, YouTube overlord Susan Wachowski, I don't forget your name, Wachowski, Wachowski. Uh, is stepping down. The internet rejoices. Um, she's been around forever, like forever, forever. She's been, I think she was the one that like pushed for Google to buy YouTube to begin with. So her leaving could mean bad things, could mean good things. However, I think most people would agree that just the state of YouTube after having been purchased by Google has just been on a slow decline and sometimes just plummets from time to time. But uh, it's a pretty much a shit show. And, uh, you know, our, our shackles have been have been freed temporarily. Dude, her net worth is $765 million. Mm. That's ridiculous. I mean, she's been involved for quite a fucking long time, you know what I mean? So... Uh, it is what it is. Uh, Pornhub's Instagram reinstated after five month ban to then be banned again. Meta says, <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I mean, what do you think was going to happen? Yeah, I, I, they said it was a mistake to, to like, to unban them? Unban them to begin with. So that's why they were like, Yeah, my why bad. are they being banned? It's Pornhub, it's a website. Yeah. Well, Instagram is the place they would be banned because Instagram's like uptight. Their comment sections are fucking. Worse than any place that I've ever seen. This is coming from somebody who keeps her eye on Twitter all day. I just... The amount of crazy that comes out of, of Instagram-specific, like, comment sections is, like, staggering. You know, like, incredibly ruthless, sexist, racist, bigoted, just the most crazy shit you could possibly imagine. So, I don't know. Whatever. Fuck, Instagram's trash. Uh, Pornhub's where you want to go if you want to show some titties and shit. That's there you just, go. That's how it is. <laughs> I mean, I've uh, seen some stuff on Instagram that's like, why is this on Instagram? And it needs to just leave my real thing. Mm -hmm. It just mm -hmm. needs to go away. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> just wish I could reset that thing You're and like, just call oh, it a day. I don't want to see these breasts. Why are these on my feet? <laughs> Get yeah. these breasts off my feet. I swear, baby, they're, they're not, over over they're not supposed boom, to be boom. there. I wasn't looking <laughs> at anything. Well, dude, like the algorithm. You look at one thing and it's like, boom, you liked it, huh? Yeah, yes. you like that? Yeah, you're going to get a shit ton yeah. of it. How do you like that? 100%. I was doing that yesterday. <laughs> oh, I was literally. like saying to myself, I was like, 
Because um, I scroll through, I got a lot of art shit, a lot of like um, uh, video game shit, um, some news shit that pops through, but it's very unreliable, and I hate reading news on fucking Instagram. Um, like you send it's me like news news on Instagram. It's fucking stupid, bro. It's like, why am I looking at this little like blurb on a picture? And, it was literally and like, then I realized it's like posted five days ago. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. My, my fiance sent me like ring like pictures uh, for like when we were like ring shopping. And next thing you know, like that's all, all the ads I was getting was all just like, all you have just, to do is say hey, it. rings, rings, rings. Yeah. yeah. And then that's you got the like the sneaky part. ones where it's like you got, you got chicks, right? You're like showing off their titties and shit in things that you actually do want to look <laughs> so it's like there's like a, a beautiful sculpture that i want to check out you know it's like there's one chick that does like sculptures for like nft projects i don't care about nfts but her her huge sculptures come out like amazing like they're gorgeous and then the way she paints them are like fantastic but she likes to show like you know the, the goods and shit so it's like the, the the algorithm doesn't know if I'm looking at the sculpture or if I'm looking at her titties and shit. So naturally, we're just gonna at. give you titties. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna de default to the yeah. So then I gotta water. go through my my search box, right? And it's like, okay, so now half of my 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 results are are like you know cosplayers and uh, you know video game related like cosplay and like. Uh, there might be some sculptures and shit that pop in there, but typically it's just like, oh, you like boobs, so we're just gonna give you boobs. So then I yeah, gotta go like and a... like intentionally look at pictures I don't want to look at, but are in the category of things that I want to look at. So I go and I look at this this inking, and then I go and look at this painting, and then I go look at the sculpture, and I like them and shit. And then I go back, close the app, and bring it back up, and then it's less titties <laughs> that I slowly got to chip away little by little. You start got to liking stuff. That's what you have to do. I learned that. Yeah, I do. So like. I started liking uh, a bunch of like golf videos that I, I, even if I didn't like it, I was just, I got to like it. Cause it's got to relearn what I'm looking at. And I, mean, it, I take some swing tips from Paige Spiernak, you know? And, uh, swing tips. And, uh, learning air, some short games. Are, uh... You know, my <laughs> short game's been she atrocious talking, right now. So, I was talking about her grip the other day, and just everybody <laughs> jumped on her, like, come on, blah, blah, blah. Like, this is ridiculous. And I was like, bro, whatever, dude. Like, it's what the internet's for. Quit being so fucking uptight. Yeah. And like, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the same thing. It's like I'm scrolling through my feed and I'm getting everything I want, and then randomly it's like, you like golf? Like, yeah, I like golf. And I'll like stop on the video for a second. And it's like, no, nah, I don't like that. And I'll keep scrolling. And then sure enough, every other video or like every three or four videos is another golf video. It's like, bro, I don't want to see some fucking hacks hitting shots. I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't give a fuck about this dude's first birdie and shit. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's rough. I just hate fucking Instagram in terms of that. Um, you know, it's fine to like for artists and stuff because it's a nice, easy way to see some like clips, some techniques, and some end result pictures and stuff. Uh, or and I guess if you're looking for some titties, <laughs> you get some titties. And then boobs. Yeah, but at the same time, they're also really uptight in terms of their their TOS and, and all that stuff too. So it's not even the best place for that. So uh, yeah, I don't Poor know. Porn. I don't know. Poor Pornhub. I thought that was pretty fun. <laughs> I thought that was pretty fun. Pornhub. Pornhub could save us one day. Yeah. Pornhub is really the only other. Uh, online service that has a formidable video streaming output compared to YouTube. There was a lot of talk at one point about that, about how Pornhub could literally do a, a safer work approach and utilize their, their systems to just make a new type of YouTube. And they have the infrastructure to do that. You know what I mean? So yeah, hey, you following. never know. 
You never know. Follow if you're Porn watching Hub. Pornhub, you're, you're into some <laughs> other types of videos, too, that, yeah. that aren't on YouTube. So, <laughs> uh, What's one on here? Uh, although off to a strong start with $110 million opening weekend, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania gets torn apart online for poor CGI and some, and some bad editing. Numbers plummet for week two. Did you guys watch this? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We all watched this video. Yeah, I totally we all watched watch this movie. Yeah. Um, I couldn't tell the poor CGI part though. Yeah, so like the whole right. CGI thing, I guess it's it's really like you're you're in a subatomic universe type thing. It's like what the fuck do you expect? It's gonna look like shit. Everything. No man, that's real. not realistic. It's like mm-hmm. you're com- like what are you gonna compare the CGI to fucking Iron Man one compared to some wild fucking story that takes place in the quantum realm? course it's gonna look fake it is fake like it's not real they can't go out to the real quantum realm and fucking film idiot like, no shit <laughs> yeah, get it, that would be? there would be uh, <laughs> there was there was an issue i guess where they diverted resources from quantum mania to wakanda forever and that got leaked because your typical We've been over this. The, the person who's our, our job is too hard. We work too many hours. Yada, yada. <laughs> we don't like deadlines. One of those people leaked out all the details like, oh, they, they had really unrealistic deadlines and this and this. I get it. There's going to be people that tirade on that. We've already voiced our opinion on that matter multiple times. We've all dealt in industries that aren't video gaming that have deadlines and there is nobody to bitch about. You just get it done. Um, but again, it's one of those things where, you know, the, the media picked up on it and it's like, oh, they took resources from this movie and put it over here. And that's why this movie looks like shit. And yada, yada, yada. Um, then you got people bitching about MODOK, how he looks like crap. And it's like, yeah, that was supposed to be I mean, a joke. We all, we all knew that was going to It's kind of hard to take a gigantic head and have <laughs> it look like, you know, clean. Um, I do think that they could have done certain things with it differently. Uh, it is what it is. Um, you know, the plummeting numbers. I'm, I'm assuming it has something to do with the fact that everybody's talking shit about it. This is what it is. <laughs> um, what do you guys think of the film, though? I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was fine. Yeah. I didn't think it was too bad. There's um, some moments I thought was funny. I'm actually going to buy yeah. the real book. My my fiance didn't like how, like this king, like his facial expressions and stuff didn't match up with some vocal stuff, like things he was saying. Like he was mm. a little too over dramatic on some things, but. It is what it is. She, there we, was some editing. Yeah, like yeah. lines were cut, things were different angles than they should be. Uh, I wasn't really paying attention to it too much. I yeah, normally pick I think, that stuff up on the second and third viewings, which I yeah. do. I watch movies two or three times. Yeah. Um, the first point, I'm, I'm looking for what they're trying to give me. You know, the, the, the story that they're trying to push, and I think that this one did a good job at establishing where we're going to be going in the next few years, with mm-hmm. especially leading up to King Dynasty. Um, yeah. I didn't see the post credit scene, but I did see some some pictures online where it shows the dynasty. It shows all these different versions and stuff, and then you got people online being like, They just killed King the Conqueror! Eh, they don't have a villain! This is so stupid! This is so stupid, we they, don't... They don't no. But really. there's a dynasty. Like, there's, a, there's infinite numbers of them, my guy. Like That's the point. That's the whole point yeah. of the fucking movie, man. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, what, why are like you, the, end, the end credit scene was like exactly from like a... Mm-hmm. Just straight out of a comic. Even like the weird faced one that's like in the foreground. Oh yeah, it's yeah, like it's li- that's that's literally like the comic yeah. like cover. There's like any type of version of Kang you can think of. There's a version of Kang, you know, like there's a mm-hmm. Kang Thanos, there's a Kang Lizard Man, there's a Kang, you know, Slug. There's 
there's there's all these different ones they vary in levels of of proficiency but they're all right. king you know and that's the interesting part about this and just because he got sucked in there doesn't mean he's not going to be able to get out it just there's there could be some trickery and maybe he comes at the end and that's where the battle is right where kang again is back and this whole kang dynasty in his absence is trying to do some shit and then here comes kang the conqueror to then conquer again you know and then you got the new avengers fighting along some some kings to try to take down the rest and him you know like there's something they can do with that um yeah so we'll we'll see we'll see and then you got secret wars after that which is weird so i don't i don't know i know there's a lot of shifting going on with marvel and them kind of moving it even looked like one of the kings was like a scroll yeah i know that's yeah. the case yeah so yeah. like there's so. you know and then you got people can you know like well what if the kid in iron man 3 was a kang variant you know and what if you know you know and then we so also have like again that's the whole thing of like the multiverse is like you you don't know mm-hmm. well you gotta take into consideration too that kang is a descendant of reed richards yep from fantastic four yep his he's Nathan- great 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 grandkid or something like that um which i i saw the picture uh they all seem to be teleporting into that dynasty area With using the same, same technology, technology yeah. that reed richards did in in mom um so that's our also a hint at that and then you know they're they're talking about how they can retroactively go back and start saying so and so is a king variant so and so is a king variant um but yeah i mean you have you have reed richards kids still fucking around out there his dad got turned into spaghetti and shit that's also <laughs> another another issue that they're gonna these literally the absolute most op character in all of marvel history like insane there's insane shit that can happen from here on out and uh you know i just think that the movie did a good job of kind of setting it up for that uh, people yeah. want to bitch but i'm not there to look at cgi anymore dude it's been fucking 15 years bro get over it like look for the story look for what they're trying to tell you and just kind of progressing this overarching story james cameron's going to go to the quantum fucking james cameron bro <laughs> that fool literally said thanos was right he said that the other day and shit he said that he understood like he thanos his plan one. and he and he agreed that it was like the most practical and shit it's like shut the fuck up you <laughs> goddamn villain shut up james cameron you stupid dick <laughs> jesus uh next one on here road announces new podcast friendly nt1 mic that is said to offer unclippable audio lucas retails at 260 dollars you tell me i come in hot <laughs> you come in mean, more than hot robot boy you're yeah we do apologize for that audio uh issue last week it seems to be probably a safari issue on his mac my computing bad sorry systems. um anywho but you know there's some clipping and stuff that happens from time to time this road announces i mean it's the rodent one the road nt1 oh i get it uh, yeah, yeah it's their but like a, their flagship it's, it's been around rat. for like 30 years you know it's like one of their yeah. oldest mics however this is a new version it's usb based it's a bit pricey compared to other USB based like an AT2020 or what have you from Audio Technica um, or AT2040 even. But the NT1 is kind of like your flagship's been around forever. They've been, I was telling Kenny earlier, the Rode Boom Arm is the one that you want to get. No other one. It's 100 bucks. Only get the Rode Arm if you want to suspend your mic. Don't, don't get another one. Don't pay $80 on some slightly cheaper one or get some fucking $20 Boom Mic Arm. Just go and get a road. Road is a very, road's a very reliable and trustworthy brand. They've been around forever, uh, and this one for people that want to get some extra quality out of their mic. I think gain control and 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 all that stuff is actually built into the microphone itself, 
and then uh, you can make adjustments that that don't really carry over into to other shit. So uh, check it out, Rodent NT1, the new version, 260. Uh, a few trailers drop. First one is Kerbal Space Program 2. Uh, I'm not sure if any of you guys played the Kerbal Space Program. Yes or no. Uh, super frustrating. Nope. If you want to just, I mean, you know what it is. No. But basically, it's just kind of like um, it's a building simulator where you try to build your own spaceships and see if they work. And the game itself is based heavily on legitimate physics and all this stuff. And it's very much a simulator. But it has a goofy twist where it's like, okay, make something. See if it'll fly to space. <laughs> you know, make something and see if you can get it to the moon. And sure enough, it's always a disaster. But once in a while, you'll make something that actually does get you to where you want and stuff like that. And it's a very, it's a very like, loved kind of niche game. Uh, it's been around for quite a while and it does have an active community. If you stream that shit on Twitch, you'll get a viewer. I guarantee it for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but there's always some viewer out there willing to watch some Kerbal Space Program. That seems too too intense <laughs> for my simple mind. Yeah, it really is. You could sit there like 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 Wow Guy from fucking uh, South Park and shit, and just kind of like drag and drop things and make some god awful fucking aerial device and see if it flies. <laughs> you know, he crash and in, in, into the ocean, crash in you know hills, mountains, and shit. It's it's goofy. It's not like super realistic, um, but it, it is. Must fun. be what SpaceX used. I mean, better results, to be honest. <laughs> Actually, I can't talk shit on SpaceX. SpaceX is fucking good. It's dope shit. Now it is. <laughs> I remember their, their blow-ups. I remember watching yeah. their, their little kerfuffles. But they did that intentionally. They're, they they all had those set aside so they can make sure that if anything failed, they got it out of the way. So those were disposable rockets. I swear. Uh, trailer for live-action Tetris film drops. What up? <laughs> Starring that guy from... Um, Kingsman, uh, the young guy. Um, uh, whatever, Egerton. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, British dude, I think. Yeah. Um, I heard this movie was coming out a while ago, and I was like, what? Is it going to be Pixels? It's basically going to be Pixels, isn't it? Uh, but no, this is more of like a the behind-the-scenes story of the making of Tetris. Oh, and, it's a biographical like, type thing. Yeah. It's, it's okay, like I was the, over here thinking, the, like, there's, the who's going to play the, the square and who's going to play <laughs> yeah, the, the T in the yeah. L. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're, they're coming out with that, that uh, Jordan movie. Where you oh, yeah, the, yeah. The, the Nike deal. The fucking um, Ben Affleck. Yeah, Ben, ben Affleck, Affleck making that. that. Yeah, looks, uh, It looks good. It's called Air in it or something like that. Air or something. I'm like absolutely going to see that. I'm the only one here that's in the Jays, so whatever. I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna look at it just because it's, you know, watch it because it's oh, he's goddamn fucking, Michael Jordan. He's an Oscar award-winning like, film yeah. director. I mean, they, got, they, got a lot, they got a lot of, like, high-level high actors in there. Yeah, don't sleep on, on Ben Affleck just because he's a, a kind of a joke in certain aspects. Yeah, Matt know? Damon and Ben Affleck, dude. Huh? They, they killed well, yeah, yeah, yeah. their 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 original film too, you know. Um, yeah. Goodwill Hunting was an Academy yeah. Award winning, and they're in their twenties. You know what I mean? So they have writing credentials. <laughs> ben Affleck has both writing and directorial Oscars. This is not he does not fuck around. That is somebody that you revere when it comes to to filmmaking, and he's back in that seat. Rumors that he may actually be get picked up by James Gunn to direct DC films, um, you know. So I mean, if you're if you're into like well shot, grittier movies, like yeah, Air is gonna be dope or whatever that movie is. It's got Chris Tucker in it. Um, his return. <laughs> his return. And um, 
you know, this whole Tetris deal is kind of the same deal where, like, the the Russian government was, like, really into it. You know, like, it's, it's a Russian game. You play the original Tetris game. It's all Russian, you know. Yeah, the end of the, 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 when you beat the game. I think my mom and my dad were the only ones that beat the game in the house. And it does, like, nuke it, doesn't it? Or something yeah. Like? It's yeah. like the castle, and it looks like, you know, it's pure Russian. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's it. Russian, Russian. And there's, like, a whole deal where, like, the Russian government wanted money for it, and this and this, and this exploitation of it, and how Russia sucks, and, you know, that whole deal. So, uh, you know, if you're into that type of movie, maybe. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, not really nostalgic. whatever. Like, I mean, I wasn't big into Tetris. The only time I played Tetris was when I was at fucking um, Burger Town, USA, over there in, in fucking, uh, what is that, Ontario? Or what was that? Like, Arrow and... There was a Burger Town, USA? Yeah, Burger Town, USA, back when I was a kid, it was just the burger spot. That was the burger's to. place in Modern Warfare. Burger Town, <laughs> Burger Town, USA is 100% a place. It's right there across the street from Quiznos off of, I think, Mountain Boulevard. Bro, there's still Quiznos? Yeah, there's still was Quiznos. Uh, but you know what, you know where I'm, where I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Arrow Highway and right there. Uh, there's like a little burger shop, and that's where they used to go and have like car meetups and shit. And, you know, like old school cars, and you get burgers and fries. Bomb shit. Last time I played fucking Tetris seriously was standing in there waiting for my food to be made in like 2011 <laughs> and shit, so... Whatever. Tetris was cool. It kept my parents and anxiety up for like hours at on time. It's just one of those games where it's like if you're bad at it, it's incredibly noticeable. And if you're good at it, you just there's like a way to be good at it. And if you're not, it's it's embarrassing. And because just, of that game, I know how to pack suitcases and and shelves. yeah, and, and, and uh, yeah. moving trucks and shit. I'll yeah. call you next time, Orange. <laughs> Trailer for MLB The Show 23 drops. Kenny, I mean it's it looks it looks good. Like there's I've seen a couple like tech tests they've sent out to like streamers and influencers and it looks pretty pretty good so far they kind of go through like the eras don't they like the story mode or something like that don't they go through like old school baseball yeah yeah so yeah so the one that they did was like it's called i think it's called the shoot not seasons um anyways they're like the the first one they showed was obviously like jackie robinson and the negro leagues and uh you know like how like what he like dealt with and like you you go through like certain like games and stuff that like are huge in his like development and then obviously him going i would assume like breaking the color barrier and then going into like play for the dodgers but i'm assuming it'll be for be like that for multiple people that they have picked out already and then um like you you earn like certain things like you can earn like you know their currency or yeah. what have you i just i um, like i like when games do that um, yeah oh yeah they they did it for this last one too like there's, fight night did there's, it, you know there's like certain things that there's like oh uh like get you know this person ken griffey had uh you know three home runs this game like you have to oh, get yeah, these like three home runs and if you don't yeah. you fail it yeah and you have to keep trying to do it until you like get it yeah there was another game that that was really heavy on that too uh, i just like like i like i mentioned was fight night where they brought in like muhammad right. ali and Sonny liston and all that yeah shit, you know and it's oh, like, like legend yeah, but these so, yeah like yeah. the like the show does it to where they're like oh they're daily and weekly like events that you're doing and your, so if you do them like you, you yeah you keep up with them like you get you know packs and whatnot next one on here for its 163rd update no man's sky version 4.1 releases adding psvr2 support which you mentioned quality of life changes 
additional expedition to in-game planetary system and Nexus mission support on Switch and bug fixes. Um, 163rd update. So if you want to talk about committed... <laughs> yeah, I mean, we kind of already hit it already. It's just the the miraculous, like, turnaround that yeah. they had, like... Absolutely, they, like, legends. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, just They will not stop upgrading that game, yeah. It, by this point, it's very playable to anybody. Uh, I know, Lucas, you don't like that type of game. Mm-hmm. And even the first couple hours, I don't like that type of game. But, like, once you get into it, you can build freely and set up shop and make planets your own and zip around wherever you want. It's pretty fun. And, uh, you know, like he said, it's 163rd update period for a 4.1 update. Like I don't even know too many games that get to version four. You know what I mean? So, uh, good on them. Good on them. Big one. Um, like I, like I said earlier, PSVR two, that's, that's like the game, you know, to go to for me. That's like one of the few reasons I would buy it that in like a racing game or whatever. But, uh, Go download that. Microsoft announces 10-year deal with NVIDIA and Nintendo. It's come shortly after both companies weighed in on ongoing court battle revolving around Activision Blizzard acquisition of Microsoft. Uh, this deal would ensure Xbox game to stream on GeForce Now. Uh, for NVIDIA and Nintendo, uh, it would ensure Activision Blizzard games specifically to be streamed via their platforms. And for Nintendo, this means day one releases alongside PlayStation and Xbox for COD games. At the same time, like... Who's getting caught on their Switch day one? Yeah, that's a hard one. Some people only have Switches, though. You know, some people yeah, can't afford a six hundred dollar uh, yeah. system. I mean, it's uh, true. And, but... You know, you you want a seven a, a nine hundred P resolution, mm-hmm. um, and you could deal with it. And you could deal with the controller and all that shit. It at least gets more people into playing COD. You know, it also helps free up Nintendo's uh, uh, appearance of being only like baby games and shit. Um, yeah. So this is this is Microsoft being like, no, dude, we'll we'll work to make sure that there's a, a Switch ready version on day one release, just like any other console. Uh, you know, we'll make sure that that you can keep selling these games for at least a decade. That's just our deal. Uh, so Nvidia has backed out of their their gripes against the the EU, uh, you know, court case I guess going on with Microsoft and all that. So I think Sony and and Google are like the only ones left, kind of biting against that one. And uh, we'll see. My my, I'm, they're gonna they're gonna close that deal this is all just a waste of fucking time they're gonna they're gonna get activision blizzard and then sony is gonna be the only one that doesn't have cod because <laughs> they fucked around and now they're gonna have to find out and be like all right well motherfuckers <laughs> like you lost the court case we're not we're not held to any type of agreement uh you guys are gonna pay you know every other system is now gonna have cod except for you and you fucked around and and this is what you asked for you know or we're gonna charge you an arm and a leg yeah to- yeah how about we do a stagger release for all cod games now like we'll release them on on playstation but you know what get a month later we don't like it when you guys take games and, and lock them in for six months and, and and no other platform can play them um so we're gonna go ahead and do that to you now so uh, people on on switch are gonna be playing cod before people on ps5 how you like that <laughs> Good thing I have both. Uh, they're not going to do that, but at the same time, like that would just be funny, and that's that's the type of move that I would make. They don't want me in that position. I'm I like, mean, I wouldn't put oh, it past them. Right, we'll see. We'll see. Well, I don't know. Like, Microsoft has really only public image in their favor. Like they don't have any games to to sell, so they can't fuck around too much. Cheater Marketplace Aim Junkies is hit with a judgment of four point four million dollar restitution after losing court case against Blizzard Entertainment. Um. This is a cheater marketplace. They just go and buy scripts for 
wall hacks and and you know it ruined destiny like they that's what they said oh, they yeah. ruined it, destiny mm. um you know so they were bitching about it and then you got um actually i don't even think that was i think that was actually i think i said blizzard entertainment i think it was bungie entertainment that i meant but uh but yeah bungie won that won that court case um so they are absolutely fucked that website is closed and it's not the first time that that this has happened um so hopefully we we start getting some more uh some more action in regards to shutting these things down because am i the only one here that agrees that fucking these cheaters ruin it like 100 percent. well i think every cheater ruins any kind of game though yeah but sometimes it's like a victimless crime you know what i mean like sometimes it's like me you know i, I admitted earlier it's like you know i wait for a 2k game to to be almost a year old and then i go and fucking buy gold on my marketplace because I'm, I'm a savage and shit i don't give a fuck um that's a victimless crime because i'm not taking that shit to make any type of, of that's personal different, though these guys are going out and just ruining like you're straight supporting them like you're these guys are like cheating cheating yeah like well just seeing through fucking walls and shit yeah they're yeah like yeah. aimbotting however they fall within the same category of like cheating and shit this is like this is like deep code cheating you know the people that people that that do this you know they wiggle on to like professional events and live streams and just make absolute jackasses of themselves then they go and make their apology videos where it's like i swear to god it was the first time um <laughs> yeah yeah no i mean they, they just ruined the the whole world of gaming when you want to just sit down and and chill you know, bro. throw a couple of rounds on cod and next thing yeah. you know you got like some 10 year old that's hacking yeah and so I'm, I'm, a... I'm all for oh, these places being shut down left yeah, and right Fuck totally welcome uh activision data leak of employees information that took place in december is found in late february from a twitter <laughs> post <laughs> they just Oops. literally it was like uh some data breach website was just like oh yeah we have all this information it was oh, hey, the by data. the way yeah oh yeah it's, you it's guys all employee playing. information too it was and i think activision came back saying no 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 personal information was leaked and they have the data <laughs> so like, i don't know yeah. what the fuck they're talking about uh, but yeah that happened so a little late my tease like i got i got some mail I don't know what this is from, how they got my address or anything. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't sign up for this porn magazine. I swear. <laughs> I swear. Baby, Wild Eye scientists suggest aliens are creating black holes to store quantum data. There's the quantum, see? Yeah, the quantum data. So that's where James Cameron's going to make this little spaceship thing. He's going to go to the deep quantum <laughs> surface. There's probably already a movie like that. Well, like Interstellar is kind of like that. And the concept, unless you've seen, if you've seen I fell Interstellar. Asleep in that movie. Uh, the end is... is interesting but it does it's like three hours there's it lends credence to that because um like your typical like actual you know scientists your your non-crazy ones that are coming up with like crazy ideas say theoretically you know black holes can store massive amounts of data and that's kind of like the end of that film is like he goes into the black hole and then he's able to like look at his existence and this weird i don't know i don't want to explain it. that's fucking weird but watch that movie and you'll kind of get an idea of like how time works and data and all this shit um but they're saying they're they're implying that if they look for particular signals I think they're called like techno signals or something like that coming from the black holes they may be able to deduce whether or not these black holes have been created by alien civilizations to store massive amounts of data um, we were talking about it before the show I was mentioning d-wave computers people that don't know um I don't even want to get into the whole explanation of like quantum physics, but basically quantum physics is working with physics that we can't explain, but we can see, we can observe. Um, 
you know, and the way that they that they they transmit data and how things stored is very unique. And you know, if you want to if you want to blow your mind a little bit, check up on D-Wave computers and quantum computing, uh, and it gets a little absurd. So this isn't outside the realm of reason if you start thinking outside the box. But I thought that one was weird, so I put it on here. <laughs> the Flash movie to be screened at CinemaCon 23 for the first time. I mean, that movie looks kind of cool. I'm like, whatever. All the all the member berries and nostalgia overload. Let's see what's up. I'll wait for streams. Yeah, I'll wait for stream for sure. But I'll I'll, I'll watch it begrudgingly. I'll have my arms crossed and shit. <laughs> when is <laughs> uh, when thing. is CinemaCon? I don't know. It's coming up though. It's not too far. After AdultCon. <laughs> I mean, you're probably not wrong. <laughs> AdultCon's not even worth it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> This guy, this guy coming out of nowhere. <laughs> April 24th to 27th, 2023. Don's already got his tickets for AdultCon. Now, I just I run into my adult adult figures uh, inadvertently at Comic-Cons, like in the Las Vegas Comic-Con when I got Brianna Banks' autograph back in like 2009 or something like that. Um, so sweaty. Yeah, so I don't know if you heard that date. I already forgot it, but yeah, that's when it is. Um, end of April, got it. Yeah, end of April. Valve injects invisible data into Dota, leading to a ban of 40,000 players who access this information. So basically, like... Um, Why do I get in trouble? <laughs> they set up a sting. That's stupid. Well, they set up... No, no, it's actually really smart. Well, they set up a sting is that instead of going and, like, manually searching out people, uh, they put in particular data into the game that can only be seen by, like you know the the dev team the support team oh okay i got you now. um so when they and they also put a log into it to see who accessed that information so when they released this update it had this underneath and anybody that was using cheating software and accessed this hidden information uh they got put onto a list and then steam just went and fucking or valve just, went and just wiped them <laughs> and they're like we are pretty uh, 100% certain that these people deserve this ban and will, yeah. you know, sustain this ban. So uh, good on them. That's pretty they funny. They done it to like a catch a predator. I mean, that's like the approach <laughs> that they took. They had to, brother. Just have the guy come out from the background. <laughs> Take a seat right there. Sir, can you have a seat, please? Take a seat. <laughs> and just you go onto your Steam like profile and that's all it says. Take, just take a seat. Have a seat, sir. <laughs> take a seat right there. Teen from Singapore detained after playing on ISIS-themed Roblox server. What's wrong what with the that? Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the headline. Really. <laughs> like, what's uh, wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I've, I, I come from, like, Arma and shit, so, like, you know, um, I mean, sensitive ears, but this is what it is. But, like, you know, you play on Arma, you got military side, and they're fictitious, but you got military side, and then you got terrorists, like, flat-out terrorists. In the game, they had like suicide bomb vests and fucking all this crazy shit, because that's what it is in the game. Military strategies and like you know, because they're terrorists. Uh, well, like you, you're in a terrorist situation. It's all technical, and you got to take out the the enemies and yada yada. But people would take those assets and make their own servers out of them. So naturally, on RP servers, homie could just go down to the rebel base and buy a fucking bomb, <laughs> buy a fucking suicide vest, and then go into the middle of town and like detonate it and shit. So I can't really speak too much in that regard never did it myself but it was always funny when you heard Allah akbar at top of their lungs from a distance <laughs> and then terrible. just a massive explosion and shit but what's um, with that 
I mean, it was just it was just funny because it was like the whitest motherfucker you ever seen in your life saying that shit. So it's just funny. Obviously, yeah, guess, yeah, this is funny just because it's on Roblox. This is funny because it's on Roblox. Uh, now, given I mean, it's not like ISIS has Roblox servers. It's just that little you edgy shits came you up. With, I mean, I don't. I don't know. That. <laughs> it could be ISIS. It's in know. a cave. Uh, you know, but it's just it's really it was cool. some shit lords who made a server and thought it would be funny to do like an ISIS theme. So you're you're terrorists and yada yada. So this fool got fucking locked up. Uh, some little kid and shit got Man, locked Roblox. up because he was playing on this fucking Roblox server. Get fucked, nerd. All right, and anyway. Singapore too. So that's that's probably why. I mean, you do that shit here. I don't think anybody would care. Uh, you might be put on a list, but you know, I don't think they're gonna come knocking on your door and shit. Uh, Warner Brothers announces new Lord of the Rings films are being made. God help us all. I mean, like, what what more can he do with the Lord of the Rings? Like, I don't. Didn't it finish? There's a big story there, but I don't know. I don't trust anybody involved with with what's going on with any of the shit anymore. After the Hobbit, I was like, mm, okay, I think I'm done. I think I'm done with this. David Zaslav casually announced Mortal Kombat 12 in an investor call set for 2023 release. Um, Number 12. Yeah, and like there was no word about this whatsoever. Just randomly, so it was like, yeah, so we got a new Mortal Kombat game. Okay, by the way, we got, we got you know the the Suicide Squad kills Justice League. And everybody's like, wait, what? <laughs> you got a fucking wait? What Mortal Kombat Twelve? What? So yeah, sometime this year they're gonna they're gonna release it, um, and that hasn't been refuted. So right, looking forward to that. So that is it for today's show, and uh, you know it was a little bit long, but and a little bit to catch up on too. Some of those were from the previous week. And uh, the show we, we broadcasted last week was from the week prior, and that's why some of the news is outdated. Yada yada, whatever. Uh, but we are back. But if your back was broken, yeah, I literally just bent over, and it was like <laughs> it's like if you can imagine like a single hair a being taut, right, nice and tight, and then randomly it just pops right in the middle. <laughs> like that was like the, how my mind like just perceived my back, and like once that that hair snapped, it was like oh. Just fell. Uh, I didn't fall, but I slowly got along the ground. I was like, um, it took me a few days to be able to walk again, but you know, we're, we're good. I can actually sit in my chair again, uh, which bodes well. Cause I'll be doing some streaming tonight and drinking, getting back into it. Don't know who's available. We'll see what's up. But, uh, you know, kind of get back on that. Do apologize. Skipping the last couple weeks on that. Uh, but you can find us at Nerd Chatter Show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, all that good shit. Uh, you can find the Nerd Chatter Podcast anywhere you can find podcasts, including Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Spotify, and basically anywhere else you can find podcasts. Uh, make sure you subscribe and follow while you're there. That'll be much appreciated. All of our episodes are uploaded on the YouTube channel, uh, where we also do weekly live streams, like I just mentioned, playing various games and drinking. Uh, if you want to support us there, you can hit that sub button and show, share some likes and all that good shit. Uh, it would help the show grow and reach more people. This is how that algorithm works. Uh, if you like to support the show, you can head on over to our Discord. We have free games and Twitter retweet bots still chugging along, still working as intended. Uh, so you can stay current on everything that we talk about in our in our show. Uh, and if you want to also head on over to our Patreon, you can support us there. We can find some additional segments behind the scenes. And we're going to get into some monthly commentary tracks. Don't know how you guys are looking for it today. Maybe we can watch something later tonight. I'm not sure what's up. Let's see what's up. Uh, yeah. And that pretty much wraps it up, you guys. Thank you guys for being here. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yep, yep. And um, next week, it's going to be me, Kenny, and Garrett. Garrett's coming in. We're going to be doing some Mando discussion, talking about some Mandalorian Season 3. That premiere happens just prior to that show recording, so it'll be pretty good. Lucas, I think you're working, right? Yeah, I'll be out. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited so. for that show, though. 
I mean, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, Kenny, are you into Mando? Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Yeah. So we're going to be all getting on the giddy on that. Yeah. Uh, Garrett, as previous listeners know, is like an encyclopedia of Star Wars information. So we'll have some questions for him. Kenny, I implore you to get all, get any questions or, or you know, hangups out of the way when, when he's yeah. here, because he'll be able to answer pretty much anything and give you like background information or shit, like completely unrelated, but is related. <laughs> Because, right. you know, he's read the books, he's read the comics, he's seen the shows, he's played the games, he's done, like, everything. So, uh, that should be a pretty good show for the Star Wars fans out there. But for now, we are out of here. You guys take it easy. Later. Later. Later.